You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Welcome to the No Reason Podcast. I am your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde. I hope everyone had a great week. I had a really great week. It was going really well. And then Sunday night came. And then the week ended bad. We lost a real one. We lost a real one on Sunday. A real one for the culture. I am still... Devastated, hurt. My spirits is down. I am super sad. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. I just, I have no words to articulate it right now because I'm so upset by it. But he walked the talk. He was part of the culture. He represented the culture. There was so much. It was, it's, it's so much, I can't even, I, like I said, I can't articulate it. And right now, of course, mainstream finally catches on to who he is and all these articles are coming out about him. But, um, us in the culture already knew. So we know what type of man that was. Um, he's gonna be greatly missed. I, I just, my prayers are for his family, his kids. Man. I'm, 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 I'm real, I'm still struggling with it. I'm super, super struggling with it. So I'm going to make this podcast definitely short and sweet, as usual. Get through it. But that broke my heart. Um, I think they didn't find the killer. I know there was a lot of conspiracy theories and a lot of things was going on. And everybody's speculating everything. It is what it is. I don't want to get into all that. Just let that man rest in peace. And, of course, everything he was working on and everything he was doing will continue on. He was doing a lot of things. He was a lot of things. He was um he was a real one. He definitely he definitely will be missed. <sighs> so rest in peace. Man. That one hurt. That one really hurt. Okay. So let's move on. Let's get it started. You know, I always have to start with my sports. Milwaukee Bucks. We crushed the Brooklyn Nets last night, so we won game away from home court advantage. Giannis came back and played. He was having ankle problems. Um, so we got one game, one game away, home court advantage. Brewers, yeah, we starting off hot. But let me tell you something about um, the Brewers before I get excited. I, I love the programs. Last year we did really well. And hopefully we do well this year. I get I get really excited about the Brewers because I just like going to Brewer games as well. But baseball got a lot of games, so we good right now. But we starting off good. Um, our boy MVP, he had four home runs in a row. I think the record got broken last night or yesterday or today. I don't know, but I just know that um, the Brewers start off really well. My bracket sucks. 
I literally, from doing that stupid Wisconsin Marquette, my bracket is horrible. But one thing that put a big smile on my face, Duke lost. Yes, I hate Duke. Always hate Duke. Can't stand Duke. Duke can kick rocks, man. I'm stoked over that. That that right there made my day after that bracket that I, that bracket that I made that was absolutely just ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. There there was no reason for that. So, um, yeah, that's my little update that I do on my little sports. So go Bucks, go go Brewers, uh, Packers. Oh, Packers, Jordy Nelson, he retired, long-time Packer. That was Roger's boy. That was Batman and Robin. You know, I was hoping that he was really was going to come back to the Packers. I don't know if this is possible. I haven't done any research. haven't looked it up. I'm just throwing this out. But can he retire and then, like, I'll retire and then get back on the Packers? I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research on that. I wonder if that can happen, but... Um, I know he's going to retire as a Packer. He's a Packer. He'll always be a Packer. That's our dude. So, yeah, that was a big one. He's retiring. All right, let's move on super, super quick before I get into some crazy articles. Uh, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> do not ask me why I keep following this dumb-ass story. Dude is such a liar. Like, for real, like he just he he decided not to take his ten thousand dollars. He did some couple days of volunteer work, and um, and what was else? Was that it? And then everything is sealed. Okay, I get it. Everyone's like, he really wouldn't have gotten a sentence for that. It would have been a misdemeanor. Blah blah. I don't understand any of this shit. This this whole entire story. Makes absolutely no sense to me for no reason. Like, all this was done for no reason. Like, technically, we should not even be hearing about any of this because it would have never happened if he didn't lie. And then, this is the most craziest thing that I heard. After all that was dropped, let me see if I can get this um, article up. Now, I've been talking about blackface a lot. I've been really talking about blackface a lot. But this one took the cake this week with Jesse Smollett. And by the way, Chris Rock did have a decent joke about him, and it was pretty funny at the NWACP Awards. And no, he is not pleased. Joke, joke him down. Joke him down. Yeah. This, this, this is the dumbest. So, <laughs> Jesse, Jesse Lyon. That's what Charlemagne was calling him, which is funny. Because if you watch Empire, it's the Lion family, Jesse Lion. I thought that was pretty funny. So I'm going to read this article for no reason. Jesse Spellers' attorney. I've been talking about blackface, but this is what she says. Jesse Spellers' attorney says alleged tackers might have worn white face. She said a Nigerian. <laughs> the two black. Boxing Nigerians personal trainers who already said that it was a setup might have worn white face. Okay, let me read. Let me just read the article. Let me read it. Let me, let me read her logic. Jesse Smollett's attorney has presented a new theory as to why the actor couldn't identify his attackers. Originally, thought they were white. 
<laughs> they wore white face. I can't. I can't. Why? This, this, okay, first of all, there's no reason why I keep following the story. There absolutely is no reason. Second, we would not have a story if he wouldn't have just lied. This has become, this has grown into something so crazy. Okay, let me stop. Attorney Tina Cladian made the suggestion on today's show, on the Today Show on Thursday, after being asked why Smollett didn't recognize the Ola and Abel Asadero, I butchered their last names, the Nigerians, even though the actor knows them. He knows them very well. He, they were on the Empire set. I think they personal trained him before. Like, he knows them. Everyone knows him in Empire. And they're Nigerian, two big black Nigerians. He said, quote, he only saw one of the attackers. One of them he didn't see. He saw one through a ski mask, Gladian said. He did tell police that he, from what we saw, he thought it was a pale skin or a white or pale skin was thought what he said. <sighs> Come on, Jesse. Listen. First of all, his name is spelled like Jesse Jackson says his name. Justin. Justin. Anyways, that that's besides the point. <laughs> I'm digressing. If you felt that this really happened to you, you wouldn't have forfeited your ten thousand dollar bill, did some punk ass volunteer work. Oh, for Justin, Justin Jackson's Rainbow Coalition or Rainbow something, I don't know. And um another thing is when once the charges got dropped and all that, at least OJ played it off and said he wanted to find a killer. You could at least said you wanted to find the people that attacked you. At least OJ had enough sense to say that. You know, even though it was, you know, OJ and Charlie. But anywho, okay, let me finish. She was also asked how the Sandiros, and I'm messing up their names. This is Nigerians' last names. I'm messing them up. Could have confused for being white. Obviously, you can disguise that. You can put on makeup. You know, I was looking up the brothers. Oh, Lord. Okay, this is a quote. This is a quote from my um, attorney. Let me start all over again. Her quote, the attorney. Obviously, you can disguise that. You can put makeup on. You know, I was looking up the brothers. And one of the first videos that show up actually was one of the brothers in whiteface doing a Joker monologue with white makeup on him. It's not implausible, unquote. Okay. Okay, I can't. I can't with this white woman right now. She's going to use the defense of whiteface on Nigerian brothers. They are super, super dark. And if you look at the picture of them doing Joker, it just looked like white makeup they, it, it didn't it, it's the same thing when they put black face on like just putting on black tar thinking we not going it's still the same features you still have the same white features you still have the same black features the white face and on the picture they didn't cover their whole face with white whatever they used because it didn't look too good anyway it still had pieces of their black skin come i'm done i'm done I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to even finish with this story. You know what? I'm going to be honest, y'all. This is my last time talking about Jesse Spollett. I'm done with him. 
And and this is the type of stuff. This is why I go back to Nipsey Hussle because this brother walked the talk. You didn't have to hear about it. Mainstream finding out about it. The culture knew about it, like I said. But here, this Jussie lying ass, when he was on the Good Morning Show and all that, and acting like he was fighting for uh, the gay rights and being a black man, and I stood up and I punched. See that fake Hollywood shit right there? That's that, that's that type of stuff that pisses me off. That's why I'm mad when a real one like that one is gone. And then you got, and I'm not saying that Justin needs to be killed before y'all even say that, no. But then you got this lying up, this lying dude, I almost went there. You got this lying dude claiming he was fighting for a cause, but he lied about the whole situation and caused all this and just made a mockery and just really disrespected the black men that have to fight and um, the gays that have to fight. You just, you just, you just, you just, you just really like put a, a sore eye on it. So, uh, with all this said, and then I, I'm absolutely done, you guys. I'm done. I'm just, I just, I just, it just amazes me how he just straight lied and this became this big old thing. But the Empire, um, ratings have gone down. Duh. So, they, they probably gonna end up killing his, his dumb ass off the show. He needs to be killed off because he's an idiot. And his for his lawyer to get on there and talk about some some neighbors in white face, bye. bye. Okay, let's move on. All right, let's talk about now. I have some Florida stuff, but I'm gonna mix all this stuff up because, um, like I said, I wanted to have a guest on. That didn't work out due to uh, schedule conflicts, and I have no budget, so I have to go on people's schedule. So hopefully it'll work out next time. But I do have some good comedians coming up. I've locked them down for sure. Some, you'll be surprised, some ones that you'll know that are super cool and funny. So I definitely like that down. But um, anywho, so I'm going to just scatter with my um, stories, and then I'll be done. Okay. I have an article right here <laughs> that says, I... You know what? I'm randomly now not even looking at the um at the cities, but this is in Melbourne. <laughs> the title reads: "Man sues for 1.3 million dollar over boss's stinky farts." <laughs> I didn't know you could sue for this. 1.3 million. Hold on. Let me read this. Can regular farting equal bullying? Oh, stop. Farting is bullying? <laughs> oh, my God. What does this world come to? Okay. Let me calm down. An appeals court in Australia will have to decide, based on a nearly 1.3 million lawsuit filed in 2017 by a former employee of a construction company, refers to his ex-boss as Mr. Stinky. <laughs> Australia is wild. <laughs> okay. Let me keep going. David Hintz, a 56-year-old former engineer of Melbourne's construction engineering, says supervisor Greg Short would enter Hink's small windowless office. <laughs> we call that a QB. It's called a QB, Greg. Anyways, windowless office to fart five or six times a day. <laughs> 
Dude, I am so immature. I am straight laughing at a fart story. Okay. Five or six times a day as part of a larger conspiracy to terminate his employment, the Washington reports. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay, so he thought, so he... They wanted him to quit so bad, the boss was like, I'll just go in there and fart five or six times a day, and hopefully he'll just quit. <laughs> Who came up with this bright idea? Okay, hold on. Before Hintz was eventually laid off, I would be sitting with my face to the wall, and he would come into the room, fart behind me, and walk away, the engineer said. And he eventually sprayed deodorant at his superior. He sprayed deodorant? We got axe? What kind of deodorant we got? Okay. He said if he had farted on or near hence, it was not with bad intent. Oh, this is the boss head. He said if he had farted on or near hence, it was not with bad intentions. The court also heard of alleged phone calls and what short call hence an idiot. <laughs> This is his boss, called him an idiot. But ultimately, Justice Rita Zemet dismissed the suit last April, noting there was some inappropriate behavior in the office, including passing wind, but that it would not necessarily amount to bullying. The dude was called farting bullying, and it got dismissed. Duh. Hence, appealed the appealed and a court appeal. Um, court appeal heard the claims of harassment. Um, let's see what else says. Short, his boss, oh no, he said, short, his boss, quote, thrust his bum at me while he sat at work. He told the judges per news, a ruling is expected on Friday. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't know. I didn't know, I didn't know farting was bullying and I did not know if this man win this $1.3 million for this man, please. You know how many people gonna have fart cases? Alright, I got a few more and I'm gonna get up out of here. Um, Bill Cosby, I can just swear that I just came across with Bill Cosby. <laughs> Guess what you guys? Bill Cosby isn't blind anymore. <laughs> Article reads, seeing through the lie, Bill Cosby abandons his blind act behind bars. It doesn't take a doctor to realize he can see just fine. <laughs> Cage sex fiend. That's what the article, this is the article is calling this. I'm not calling this. They call them this. Cage sex fiend Bill, Bill Cosby can finally look his fellow inmates in the eye after giving up the charade that he's legally blind. Who believed that Bill Cosby was blind? Once again, for no reason, Bill Cosby thought this blind thing was going to help him through this. Anyway, insiders claim that the pervy comic site was restored in a secret high-tech procedure shortly before he was jailed for sexual assault in November. <laughs> I'm, I can't anymore. Why is everyone lying? Okay. Let me continue on. Take a deep breath. Mr. Cosby was treated for his condition the Sunday prior to his sentencing. Through, though he doesn't have perfect vision, he has better eyesight 
than most 80 some year olds I've seen set of sorbs. <laughs> so now you can see. Okay. But as Radar Online has reported, others had slammed the 81-year-old, claiming he concocted his blindness just days before his trial and bid to win sympathy from the jury. Duh. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not continuing on that. I just want to let you guys know Bill Cosby can see again. Here's another story that caught my eye. <laughs> and I only telling this story because I love Michael Jordan. It says, Michael Jordan once turned on a huge endorsement deal because he didn't like the product's name. I thought that was interesting. So, I'm a, the short synopsis is, um, at the time when Jordan was averaging about a million per year as a basketball player, he turned on a seven-figure offer to endorse Beanie Weenies. <laughs> Because he didn't use the product and he didn't like the name. <laughs> Wait a minute. It was called Beanie Weenies? <sighs> okay. In May 1992, Jordan did a lengthy interview with Playboy that was later reproduced at Log Farm. Uh, Mark Fonsell asked Jordan about products he turned down. And his airness revealed that he rejected one offer because he did not use the product and did not like the name. Two or three years ago, Quaker Oats. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is a Jordan quote. Two or three years ago, Quaker Oats came to me to endorse Van Camp's pork and beans. Okay, pork and beans. Beanie weenies. <laughs> I think that's, I think it was called. Jordan said, you ever heard of Beanie Weenies pork and beans? It was close to a million bucks a year. I'm saying Beanie Weenies? How can I stand in front of the camera and say I eat Beanie Weenies? <laughs> okay. I understand. Could you imagine seeing Michael Jordan talking about some beanie weenies? Beanie weenies is actually a version of pork and beans that use chunks of hot dogs instead of bacon. It is still available today. They're about to make some money now just because of this article. Two or three years before the interview, Jordan had not hit the peak of his playing career. He had one MVP award and yet to win a championship. Jordan wasn't poor at the time, but he was also a long way from being a billionaire. He would become, he would, he would become in retirement. At the time, he rejected Beanie Weenies. <laughs> Jordan had made less than four million to five million total in four or five NBA seasons. Turning down a multi-year offer worth a million per year was likely not a light decision. Wow. Wow. And though, and then Jordan also revealed in the interview that he backed out of a deal for a hair care product because he was starting to go bald and didn't want to be a hard-nosed businessman over the contract. If I wanted to be a, a hard-nosed businessman, I, would, I could have been in a lot of deals, like one with Johnson Products. I'd have a deal with them for their hair care products. Had two or three more years on the deal when I started losing my hair. 
So I forfeit the deal, but if I wanted to be greedy, I could have said, screw you. Didn't know my hair was falling out, so you owe me money, but I didn't. Ah. I don't know why this just made me happy that Jordan had integrity. That decision kept kids from ever hearing. Oh, the decision kept kids from ever having to ask each other, do you think Michael Jordan still uses hair products now that he is bald? Oh, okay, Jordan. I'm good with that one. All right, um, I'm going to do, I'm going to say Florida for last. But Nicolas Cage, I don't know if you, if anybody remembers who Nicolas Cage is. He's an actor. I don't think he's done anything recently. But this was a crazy-ass story. Nicolas Cage <laughs> fights with his wife hours after getting wedding, annulment based on fraud. So you know what they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So Nicholas Cage had a wild night in Vegas for no reason. He <laughs> for no reason. Let me get to the uh, beginning of the story. He got married in Las Vegas, and they got footage. Here we go. Nicholas Cage and Erica Koki got married. I'm tired of these names. I can't pronounce. Got married four days ago. He's Already sick and tired of the union because he filed for annulment. <laughs> and there's a video out here, you guys. Nicholas Cage, you can look at the video. He was drunk as I don't know what at the little um, wedding chapel in Vegas. According to court records obtained by TMZ, of course. They the damn feds. Nick and Erica tied the knot Saturday in Las Vegas at the very same time they applied for a marriage license. It sounded impulsive at the time. It turns out it was. Because Wednesday, Nick went back to court and asked the judge <laughs> for an order making it so the marriage never happened. Nick and Erica have been together since April 2018. He married, he's been married three previous times. Um, and then there was a video. And it said, we thought something was up a few days after a video surfaced showing them at the courthouse for their uh, marriage license. You see Nick, who may had a drink or two. And then um, they got married. And then the update on it was that he got an annulment because of fraud. He was drunk. There is a, um, a video of him. And they got a big old argument right after they got married outside. It was just a hot mess. It was, I tell you one thing, it's probably better than Hangover 3. They can make this a better movie than that. Um here it is. We got photos, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we just got Nick's annulment docs, and they are really something. He says he and Erica wasted when they decided to get hitched. Nicholas K says Erica suggested that they should get married. Nick reacted on impulse without ability to recognize or understand the full impact of his actions. That's normally what happens in Vegas. Most people who get married don't have a clue because they was drunk. He goes on to say that marriage was a fraud because she didn't disclose the full nature and extent of the relationship with another person. Um, he thinks, basically, Nicholas Cage thinks she she's having an affair or she she's down with a drug dealer or something. I, it's a weird story. It's super weird. Okay, two more stories. I'm done. Kentucky finally, <laughs> finally, you guys waited. Kentucky, Kentucky finally signs a bill outlawing sex between people and animals in Kentucky. Yes, there is no longer bestiality is legal in Kentucky. 
what the hell took so damn long? <laughs> Seriously, it's 2019. You had to have a law outlaw like people. Okay, let me read it. It's official. Bestiality will become illegal in Kentucky. Governor Matt Beaven, Bevan signed a bill Tuesday. I'm messing up everybody's name. Signed a bill Tuesday that allows sex between humans and animals in the bluegrass state. <laughs> what? 2019? Okay. Senator Bill 67 prohibits sexual contact between a person and an animal, defining sexual act as any act committed between a person and an animal for the purpose of sexual arousal, sexual gratification, abuse, or financial gain. Kentucky had been one of the final few states to not have law banning bestiality, alongside Wyoming, New Mexico, West Virginia, Hawaii, and Washington, D.C. Why isn't Florida in this? I'm shocked. Several previous attempts at banning bestiality in Kentucky had failed in recent years. How does it fail? Who is fighting this? Uh, the SB 67 bill or whatever, which easily passed the House and the Senate early this month, makes sex crimes against an animal a Class D felony, punishable by one to five years in prison. Preparators, preparators I just said that all wrong, perpetrators, will be prohibited from owning animals. <laughs> it's like they, they like on that list that they do to pedophiles. They can't own animals. Live in a household with animals or working or volunteer in a place where they have unsupervised access to animals for at least five years after completing their sentence. This is crazy. I can't believe in 2019 they still have their law. If a violator is not the owner of the animal that was abused, the animal must be returned to the rightful owners. The bill also makes offenders attend treatment or receive counseling. You think? The bill's Sponsor Julie, whatever, whatever, told the journal an email. She is very excited that the bill was signed in law. I can't understand that. Protected from abuse. I, so there's three other states where bestiality is still legal. Wyoming, New Mexico, West Virginia, oh my bad, Hawaii, Washington, D.C., four. Wow. Oh, wait, hold on. Just made illegal. Hold on. Who just made illegal? Wow. Okay, well, y'all, Kentucky, rest of them get it. I don't get it. That is disgusting, but I can't believe in 2019 they had to pass that bill. Like, like it was fought two years prior. Like, who was fighting? I don't get it. All right, here's my last story. It's Florida. I had to find one of Florida. And the title reads, Thirsty Florida Woman Saves <laughs> a, state, a Snake snake Stuck in a Beer Can Despite Freaking Out and Having a Reptile Wrapped as a body, body Around Her Arm Twice. She really wanted this damn beer. This, she really wanted this. Rosa Ford, founder of Humane's Animals United Rescue Shelter, was driving in Brooksfield on Thursday when she noticed the reptile stuck in a Bud Light container. 
She jumped from her car and rushed to help the snake, despite freaking out, later adding that she didn't know where her courage had came from. Okay. Florida, and for no reason. That snake would have been stuck in that can. I would have kept on driving. Why are you... Okay, let me continue reading on. Initially, Ford, who recorded and posted her... Hold on. Reported her erotics on Facebook, poked the snake with a stick to make sure it was live. But this only annoyed the reptile and caused it to move its body parts violently. Well, you're stuck, um, Fawn says in the video, and there's a video where she's talking to the snake. She's a weirdo. What? I, this is stupid. Why would you say this thing? I'm going to finish this story, but this is dumb. What do you want me to do before asking this before asking the snake, how you get yourself in this situation. She is talking to the snake. What's wrong with Florida? Soon, Ford gives up on trying to get the approximately two-foot-long black snake out of the aluminum trap with the stick and bravely use her hands instead. What? Why? Try to get out now, but please don't bite me when you get out. She's still talking to the snake. There's a video on this. Fawn, which has two Rockwellers and rescue a beagle, please. I guess she used to these violent animals. Eventually, after having the snake wrap his body around her arm twice, the animal lover frees the reptile. You better thank me for the rest of your life, she asked. The ordeal is over with. Why? Why? Well, I'm, you know what? I'm done with Florida. I'm done. That was dumb. That snake would have stayed in that damn beer can. I wouldn't have had nothing wrapped around me. I wouldn't have done any of that. I don't understand Florida. I'm good with all that. Um, yeah, that's it for my crazy stories, my no reason stories. There's a lot was going on. I hope everyone has a great week. Um, I have more shows coming up. I'll talk more about those coming up. I've had a break from traveling, so I'm actually at home. It feels pretty good. Um, I have some local shows and some shows in Illinois. Illinois to me, I, I, I feel is, um, is like home. Chicago and all that good stuff. So, I'm gonna keep waiting for my Bucks to win their next game so we can have a home court advantage. And the Brewers keep doing their thing. And I hope you guys have a great week. Thank you for listening as always. I appreciate it. Um, you guys have a great week. I will talk to you later. My name is Nola J, aka Chocolate Blonde. Peace out! When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I um, I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead. So I just put things together, has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes. Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. 
So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the chocolate blonde. Go to the website, nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com. Notice he had ketchup on his right side of his pants. So he tried to deny that he put ketchup on her. Police did not believe that drugs, alcohol, or mental illness was in the, were in the factor in this case. Okay. So the the case was he's just a Florida man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't. Okay. Let's go into some um, alligators, Florida alligators. This alligators been making a um a comeback. <laughs> They've been making a big comeback. So this says an alligator broke into someone's kitchen in Florida and the pictures are pretty terrifying. <laughs> Told you when I used to go to New Orleans we used to see them alligators. I used to be so scared. An alligator broke into someone's home in Clearwater, Florida. <sighs> A scaly 11-foot gator broke into a Clearwater home overnight through some low windows in their kitchen. Clearwater police officers and the trapper responded to the scene and captured and moved the gator. No, there were no injuries. Looking dead at this big-ass alligator in their kitchen. I wouldn't make it. Between alligators and a raccoon, I pass out. This alligator is huge. Okay. There's another alligator. Florida. The Florida man and an alligator. Let's see what they did. A video shows a Florida man on a paddle boat pulling an alligator out of sea. What? <laughs> Crazy, but very Florida. Florida, got the... Florida officials have removed a three-foot alligator from the sea after it was spotted swimming in a Jacksonville beach on a Saturday afternoon. Okay, Jacksonville beach, just a normal beach. You out having a good time, and there's a three-foot alligator in there. I'm, I'm not. You know, as a kid, I had to watch Jaws. I was scared. But anyways, video footage published by WJX TV show, beachgoers and families crowding on the beach to watch the operation as a man on a paddleboard briefly grabbed the animal on the snout. It was eventually captured in a net and brought to the shore and loaded in a truck by lifeguards. Wow. The gator was a... The gator was first reported by a member of the public who called officials about a weird animal. A weird animal? You know what that damn alligator looked like? An ocean rescuer towered at the 6th Avenue South was flagged down by the beach goaler, reporting a real animal in a weird animal in the water at 5th Avenue South. I would never go back to that beach ever again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with it. Okay, here we go with one more uh, alligator. <laughs> this one, I don't think this one was in Florida. 
the alligators was going crazy. This was a crazy ass story. Um, this is a Daily Mail. This is how they do the 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 headline. Oh snap! Hungry alligator crashes. Oh, it was Florida. Crashes Florida's couple's picnic and gobbles down an entire bowl of guacamole, cheese, salami, and a half of watermelon. What in the hell is going on with these alligators? Okay, let me take a deep breath. Let me read. A hungry alligator crashed a Florida's couple's picnic, gobbling down an entire bowl of guacamole, cheese, meats, and more. Taylor Forte had planned the perfect picnic for his fian- for her fiancé, Trevor Walters, on Lake Alice in Gainesville, Florida, before he leaves for a 10-week stint in the Marines. But today's shock, pair who have been engaged for nearly six months were forced to flee the picnic blanket as a <laughs> reptile approached. They watched and filmed as the guacamole loving gator chomped his way through their lakeside meal, consuming a block of cheese. Is this okay for alligators? Who gives a damn? Block of cheese, salami, half a watermelon, and a pound of grapes. This hungry, greedy ass. <laughs> And then there's a video that you can watch this alligator coming up with a picnic and eating all that stuff. I wouldn't have made it. I don't know how people, I, I wouldn't have made it. I would have passed out. I would have been eaten by alligator. And you can see him. He didn't took it all. He took every last bit of it. <laughs> His pictures of him. He's a big one. He's just eating. <laughs> Okay, the worst part is he told the station was the reptile went on to eat their guacamole, tried to eat the bowl too, possibly possibly confusing it for a turtle. Okay, alligators eat a lot of turtles? I don't, I guess. Walters tried to scare the creature away by making himself appear larger and making noises, and the animal eventually retreated to the lake. He told the my cbs ford that it showed no fear and no respect for our picnic <laughs> he ate the entire block of cheese gobbled it down and a lickly spit the salami didn't stand a chance then the worst part we had the big bowl of guac made and his ear he he eats the whole bowl he put the whole bowl in his mouth and was just like ah I learned this technique from childhood to scare away bears. You get up and make yourself big and make loud noises and scare them away. It's called the bear scare. And they got the nice spread of how it looked like before he came and and ate all they shit. He ruined a whole picnic. I'm not messing with alligators. Alligators are making a comeback. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you people did with alligators. But y'all need to be careful out here. Alligators are real. Are, are real right now. They ain't not playing. All right. I'm going to do... Um, one more and then I'm wrapping it up because I went a little bit longer than I wanted to. Um, this is a non, non-Florida one. <laughs> I just, this, this just makes no sense to me for no reason. It might be Florida. Just when I think it's not, I think this is Texas. Uh, a woman 41 arrested after pulling a gun on a man during an argument over who was up next in a karaoke bar in Texas. I'm a karaoke in Texas. <laughs> karaoke be serious. 
I remember back in the day, people used to be real serious about karaoke. They used to be in groups. They go to different spots and sing. They really thought they was like on American Idol. Authorities say that a woman pulled a gun out on a man at a Mexican at a Mexican restaurant while the pair argued over who would be up next for karaoke. <laughs> the karaoke fan identified as 41-year-old Doris Valajero Gordov, whatever, is said to have been with her girlfriend at the said to have been with her girlfriend at the La Cathedral del Marso. I don't mess that up. In southeast Austin at 1 a.m. on Sunday. According to the rest, the confrontation occurred over the karaoke machine at the eatery. It's, that's, it's, it's real. It's real out here on karaoke. It's karaoke thugs. Valajero Gooby told police that she tried to calm the man down by brandishing him the pistol. She was trying to calm him down. She claimed that he had been calling her various names. The man told the police the woman struck him in the face soon after the argument began. He added, Tell a friend to download and subscribe to the No Reason Podcast with Nola J, the chocolate blonde. Go to the website, nolajcomedy.com. That's nolajcomedy.com. I will kill you over karaoke. Okay. Valajero's girlfriend was eventually able to calm her down and the two paid their bill before attempting to leave. Police arrived and detained the woman at the time. And then they got a picture of them um, right before she pulled the gun out the man for the next <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> karaoke. Oh, sorry. This lady was taken to the Travis County Correctional Complex and has been, her bail has been set at $60,000. She has been charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and unlawfully carrying a, of a concealed weapon. Damn. <laughs> All over a song? Wow. All right, y'all. I'm going to cut this one short. I mean, I, when we get through, you'll, this is what I was waiting for. Yeah. Bring your real self. Yeah. This is what I think about all this shit. Go ahead. All these wiping out these images, doing, knocking down statues. It's really, it's basically doing the same thing that Obama getting elected did. It's making certain people angry. Yeah. It's, it's just pissing them it's off. It's pissing them off. Because it's not really changing anything. Like I, like I said earlier about the Aunt Jemima syrup. You might change the syrup, but you're not changing the fact that it's bad. That's all I'm saying. Laugh, 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 laugh. So thank you guys for listening once again. Um, I will talk to you guys next week. Once again, my name is Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde. Peace out. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one. And this, this is way deeper. Like, this America was based on racism. That, that This was what everything that America is about had nothing to do with us <laughs> at all. Had nothing to do with us. They made sure... 
that we was fucked along the way. We never could get ahead. They used propaganda. They did everything. They, 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 at one point, they wouldn't, let us, they wouldn't let us read. Can't read. We couldn't read. When did they start letting us read? Now, that sounds crazy to say to someone. And it sounds crazy nowadays because I know my black history. You know your black history. But for the people who just discovered black history, I'm hearing black people now saying, I'm learning more about black history. Missy Elliott said that. I'm learning more about black history in 2020 than I ever. I mean, really, girl?